speak to us and show us new things in your word, but touch our hearts, we pray. Amen. I'm aware that different cultures have different values, but I suspect that for most people from most cultures, sorry, please, and thank you are words that we were taught at the very, very earliest age. They're some of the most important words. I remember there was one man in one of the first churches where, where, I, where I served, and uh, I was there for four years, and he never, I never once heard him say thank you, either to me or to anybody else. And it really wound me up. They are important words, but they're also difficult words to say. I'm not talking about saying thank you just from habit, although it is a good habit to get into, but really saying thank you can be one of the most difficult things. Because when we say thank you, we are acknowledging our debt to another person. We're recognising that we did not deserve to receive whatever we received, and they gave it to us as an act of kindness and mercy. And as we've been reflecting in our reading from Luke 17, we, we have a story where Jesus did an amazing thing. He heals 10 people of leprosy, but only one of them returns to say thank you. We don't know why the other nine didn't return, but we do know that when one of them realized that Jesus had healed him, he was so overwhelmed, he turned round, he came back to Jesus, fell at his feet and thanked him. He said, thank you for coming to no man's land, to that region between Samaria and Galilee that nobody lived in except for outcasts and lepers. Thank you to listening to our cry for mercy. Thank you for speaking the word which brought us healing. Thank you for your presence, your love, your power. Thank you for choosing to heal even me, a Samaritan, a nobody, especially to you, a Jew. And Jesus said to him, rise and go. Your faith has, literally the word he used, is, has saved you. His obedience in Jesus, to Jesus, in going to the priest, brought him healing. His giving thanks to Jesus brought him salvation. Today, we meet to give thanks for all the blessings that God gives us, particularly for his provision of the harvest. We think of that in a few moments. But perhaps we might find it difficult to say thank you when life is hard, when things are crumbling around us, where many of our hopes and dreams have been crushed, when we are scared and fearful for those who we love or for ourselves, when it seems that prayers are not answered. But this is the time, this is the time when we most need to learn to say thank you. The Bible tells us, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Be thankful, Colossians 1, 3, 15. 
Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Colossians 4, verse 2. Giving thanks to God, even when life is hard, is both a mark that we have been saved and it's also one of the ways that God can transform us. It helps us to become the people who God made us to be. It's one of the marks that we've been saved. It means that God has begun to open our eyes so that we recognize that everything we have is gift from God. Life, this world, other people. Families, memory, the ability to think and to feel, to love. The different seasons, food to eat, clothes to wear, the skills and abilities we've been given. Music and colour and shapes, art and beauty and harmony and creativity, taste and smell. It is all gift. We have no claim on God. We gave nothing to God that God should have given us so much. I remember one visit to a man when I was working in a parish in Hackney in East London. I went round and he began to give me excuses as to why he didn't come to church. He said, I'm too busy. And these are almost his exact words. He said, I'm too busy. I get up, I have breakfast, I take the dog for a walk, I come back and read the paper, I make lunch, I take the dog for another walk, I have tea and then I watch telly in the evening. I'm too busy. And then he added, and anyway, what has God done for me that I should do anything for him? So I responded in my most unpastoral way. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, why should God have done anything for you? <laughs> But in one sense, it's true. Why should God have done anything for any of us? God has given everything to us, and it's all a gift. And if God chooses to take it away, then so be it. Job was someone who had everything, and it was all taken away from him. And Job, his possessions, his health, his family, it was his reputation, it was all taken from him. And he says, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And when we say thank you to God, our Heavenly Father, and thank you to our Lord Jesus Christ, we recognise that everything we have comes from him as gift. And we're recognising our complete dependence on his love and mercy. And giving thanks to God transforms us because as we thank God, he opens our eyes. Can I encourage you in your prayers, in your own prayers, not to begin with what you want, but to begin with thanksgiving or praise. That's how the Lord's Prayer begins, our Father in heaven hallowed, honoured be your name. Shakespeare, not someone I often quote in sermons, puts these words into the mouth of Henry VI. O Lord, who lends me life, lend me a heart full, filled 
with thankfulness. And when we do choose to give thanks to God, it's good to stop and try to think about God, about his love and faithfulness and power and presence with us. Think of what God has done for you, for all that he has given you. It's not just material things. We think of his love in giving us the Lord Jesus, in the death of Jesus for us, for the gift of forgiveness, for the presence of the Holy Spirit, for the way that he is changing us and making us more like his son, for each other, and for his people from all times and places, the church, for the scriptures and his word and guidance, for his promises, for the purpose he gives us and the hope that we have. And then we can bring it back to more material things, things we're grateful for, the good that we have received. If it's in the evening, and this is a very good discipline to do, maybe when you're going to bed or lying in bed, think back over the past day and see how God was present in both the good and also the bad stuff that happened. I say that, I'm rubbish at doing that, because as soon as I do it, I fall asleep. So it's a very good way of falling asleep as well. G.K. Chesterton said, I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought, and gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. And when we come together, we give thanks. Those of you who join us online for our morning prayer will know that a large part of the service is praise, and we always try to begin our time of prayer with thanksgiving. We heard in the skit, the prayer we pray before communion is mainly a prayer of thanksgiving, giving thanks to God for what he has done. Listen to it as, I, as I'm praying it today. And giving thanks is particularly important when things are difficult, when bad things happen. Because even in the darkest of nights, there is some light. And in the complete darkness, even the tiniest light just transforms it. We have the presence, the compassion, and the hope of God. And when everything is dark for you and you struggle to thank God for anything, perhaps reread some of the prayers or sing one of the hymns on our order of service. We print this off so that you can take it home with you and, and reread the readings so that you can see. Reread the Bible passage. Think about what has been said. Or go to YouTube and sing along. <laughs> Often when we start to thank God, especially when things are difficult and maybe we're scared, we do see things in a new way. I like the story of Matthew Henry. He lived many years ago. He, is, uh, well, he was a well-known Bible, Bible scholar. He was robbed of his wallet. Knowing that it was his duty to give thanks in everything, he meditated on this incident and recorded in his diary the following. Let me be thankful first, because he never robbed me before. Second, because although he took my purse, he did not take my life. Third, because although he took all I possessed, it was not much. 
And fourth, and this is really important, because it was I who was robbed, not I who robbed. And when we seek to say thank you, and by the way, the Russian word, of course, for thank you, spasiba, God saves, is so, so rich. When we say thank you to God, especially in the worst of situations, we begin to see not only a glimpse of God, but how much God has given us, what God has done for us, how God is with us, and how God continues to be at work. And we begin to see the love and the holiness and the beauty and the power of God. And I think that is why one mystic said, if the only prayer you ever say in your entire life is thank you, it will be enough. <laughs>